You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. Now it's time for our Grassroots Citizens Panel. And joining me in studio is the president, the founder of the Israel Group, Barry Nussbaum. Barry, good to see you. Nice to see you, Rick. Also in studio is a civil rights activist, homeless advocate, as well as self-described America's alternative to Al Sharpton, Ted Hayes. Ted, good to see you. Good to see you again, Rick. And I love saying you too, this. Shabbat shalom. And, and, I, and I, we want all our viewers to know, not, not just a, a civil rights activist and uh, a, a homeless advocate, you are the proud father of a, of a Olympic gold medal hurdler. Uh, yes, uh, thanks to my wife, primarily, I think. <laughs> 2004 Olympics, she won the 110-meter hurdles in uh, Athens, Greece, record-breaking time. That's amazing. Wonderful, yeah. And joining us from Nashville, Tennessee, is the epic comedian, the epic actress, former SNL alum, and host of the Victoria Jackson Show. Who else? Victoria Jackson. Victoria, what's up? The Rick Amato Show is the way to go. Let you breathe. The Rick Amato Show is the very best show on land and air and sea, on internet, radio, or TV. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right. First topic is this. Um, in Texas, of all places, there were two bills to combat uh, illegal immigration uh, put out by competing party, competing interests within the Tea Party of the Republican Party. Both those uh, bills failed in legislation. What does that say to us, Barry Newsbaum, here in America, if in Texas... We, um, the, the lawmakers cannot even get on the same page within the same party to try and solve and the, 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 uh, the problems involving our immigration. It's amazing to me, Rick, that the essence of uh, an independent nation, its ability to protect its borders, seems to be gone from the southern United States. And Texas, as you said, has, has had the most advocacy for the need to protect our southern border, primarily because a zillion people are coming across that border, mostly un, uh, unrestricted. Um, I think what it says is that there's so much pressure for future voters that the idea of alienating these people that are coming in illegally, that everyone knows eventually are going to get some path to citizenship and are going to vote against anybody seen as not in favor of open immigration. I think that's what it speaks to. And you know, and I keep hearing that, that those who are here legally oppose amnesty and oppose some of the benefits of it. Well, the, the people that have followed the rules want the rest of the people to follow the rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yet the lawmakers, the as you say, the lawmakers are afraid to, to step up. And Ted Hayes, you have posed a very important question on this whole issue yes, that no one in the Obama White House wants to address, and that is let's do a little research and find yes. out how it affects the black demographic. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, the reason we're losing this fight is because our side doesn't have a moral cause. We are correct in the law, we are correct in how borders should work, but we don't have a moral cause. In other words, when the illegal alien says to me, why are you against me being in your country, coming here? You say, well, it's, it's against the law. You know, you're, you're, you're racist. You say, well, why am I racist? Look at my skin color. You're treating me the way you treat the blacks. And because the dominant race in this country, the white man, is not secure and can understand the difference between white guilt and conviction, they know that and they play that card. Until we put the 
issue of Black Lives Matter forward to say that illegal immigration is hurting Black Lives Matter, we're not going to win. We put that forward, we win, Rick, because they can't argue against that. Like very strong proposition. Very strong comments, Ted. Uh, let's go to Victoria. You know, Victoria, for our viewers who may not be aware, you're not just an epic comedian. You're not just an epic actress. You are also a grassroots conservative activist. What's your take on this story of, of uh, what's happening in Texas? <laughs> uh, illegal immigration is illegal. Hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a very awkward situation because I've just been asked to back off of politics uh, so that I can get back into comedy. And it, it's hard. I have bumper stickers on my car that say repeal Obamacare and Common Core is about control. And I just can't rip them off my car. <laughs> I, I, um, Im immigration, well, I, I have a friend from Russia. She waited like seven years to become an American citizen. And she says that it's not fair to let people in. I believe the president is a communist Muslim and he wants no borders because he's trying to destroy America. But I'm not supposed to talk about politics anymore. I'm glad you're keeping your opinions to yourself really? and your beliefs. <laughs> Victoria, let me ask you, when you were told not to talk about politics anymore because of uh, career opportunities in, in performance comedy, do you believe that goes to everyone's everyone in, in comedy, regardless of their political views, or those who have conservative views only, like yourself? Only conservatives are blacklisted, you know, and I'm really tired of it. And I thought, my goal is going to be to prove you can be a conservative and still be a, an entertainer. And I'm having difficulty. John Voight is doing it, so maybe John it's Voight. possible. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you, you uh, sharing that with us. Now, the next topic, in New York City, the Department of Education um, has, the New York City Council has passed a diversity initiative requiring the Department of Education uh, to file annual reports to talk about the, the, the diversity in the school, school districts, the diversity in the schools themselves, how segregated they are or are not. Ted Hayes, as a civil rights uh, activist, it's a good idea or a bad idea? Diversity. The, the, the idea that the New York City Council is requiring the schools in New York, Department of Education, to take a diversity test. No. Why? Um, it, it reminds me of forced integration. Reminds me when we bus children into neighborhoods and look at the forensics of that. It does not work. I think if you're going to have diversity, let it become natural. Let it be through natural relationship with people, not the government forcing someone to learn something. I agree with that. Before we go to Barry, you, you had said in the past, and I wonder if you could articulate it now, that you know, it's a related subject. Uh, we see what's happening in Baltimore. Uh, it's said to be race-based. Yes. Uh, you have said that black America needs to have an honest, frank conversation yes, with itself. Absolutely correct. And, and we are in denial. Who's and we? Black folks. The, the sentence of chapter slaves, Jim Crow survivors. We are in denial as to how we got into this country in the first place. Our narrative has always been the white man went to Africa, stole us, put us on ships, and brought us here. That's not what happened. It was Muslims 
who put us on those ships and black folks of Africa themselves who put us on that ship. We have been at war with each other down to the generations. And what you're seeing in Baltimore, Chicago, around this country, while we holler the white man, the white man, who we're killing, the so-called black man. We're at war. And because we have a guilt complex about that, and you happen to have a insecure about who you are, a guilty person can project their guilt onto you and make you feel like you're the guilty one. And that's why we're getting away with stupid stuff that you see down here in Baltimore. Now, have you always felt this way or did, or did you change over time, evolve over time in terms of saying be more conservative or more liberal on that topic? My mom and dad taught me to not judge people by their skin color. This is something we've all, that Martin Luther King just, just embodied the statement. But we've always felt that way. And I've tried to be that way in my life. Only in the, in the recent years that I've been studying this thing closer, studying myself as a black person, asking the question, what's wrong with us? I come to realize you're not our problem. We're our problem. And we, as a body politic, we've never had in this country since we were set free from slavery. We've never had a body politic that has an ultimate objective for our people and how to get to there. And that's why I believe I was born and brought to four at this time. All right. That's why well, I can dare I say one challenge now sharpen those guys for who's going to We're going to take a break right there. We will continue with more of our grassroots panel after the break. From the Edge of America, I'm Rick Amato. Stay with me back after this. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.